welcome, beautiful, to the Creating Change podcast with Emma Bradford. Creating change to fall back in love with ourselves and life. Each episode, I'll be offering insightful stories, concepts, and practical takeaways to inspire your day, reconnecting to the authentic essence within. Are you ready, lovely, to embrace yourself even more and awaken to the magic life has to offer? Let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to Creating Change with Emma Bradford. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. It's so wonderful to have you here. Now, over the years in the self-awareness industry, I've seen a lot, experienced a lot, learned a lot, noticed a lot, observed a lot. And also there's plenty more. There's plenty that I haven't seen and experienced. Though in the last 10 years, there's been a lot of trends that I've noticed arising and disappearing and arising and disappearing. Everything from in the food industry, you've got all the superfoods that come and go, and then you have all of these different practices or spiritual teachings or plant medicines. Now, it's not that they suddenly come out of nowhere. These are ancient practices that have been carried out for many, 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 many years by skilled shamanic healers, by different tribes, and it's an ancient practice with the plant medicine, though they've come into awareness in the societal level. They've come into awareness in a wider level around the world. And people who perhaps were not aware of these substances have become aware of them and have been trying them. And some people have found great benefit and healing from different plant medicines And also other people have had some challenges and difficulties with them too. This is also something being explored in depth in psychology as well. Microdosing is now becoming a hot buzzword topic. And many people have found a huge amount of benefit from microdosing different psychedelics and really helping to alleviate depression and let go of many different mental health and emotional challenges through going through this with a trained professional and really benefiting from the gifts that Mother Nature has to offer. Now, as with anything, there's light and shadow, and there has been a big shadow within this also, within the plant medicine world, in how it's being used. There's been a huge increase in the level of ayahuasca ceremonies being held around the world. And some people say this is not sustainable. That actually the level of how it's being harvested, the amount that's being harvested, is actually contributing to deforestation within the Amazon in Brazil and Peru. And on what level that is compared to other things that contribute to deforestation, for example, palm oil and also like cattle ranches. I don't know. I don't have all the details of this, though it is something to consider with the amount of popularity that it has. Is it being sourced in an ethical and sustainable way? Because 
In the past, it would just be the shamanic healers that know where to go, know how to source it, that have a deep, deep communion and connection with Mother Nature and would only harvest the plant with respect and honor. And with the growing popularity, is this still being done? Or are there also many companies that are in it for the money that are really looking to make some profit on the growing demand of all these ayahuasca ceremonies? And whilst many people go into these for deep healing and integration and find a huge amount of benefit, there are also many people who are simply going into it because it, oh, it's something to experience. It's something that everyone else is doing. It's something to try out. It's something to explore. And not that there's anything wrong with that, though when it's done without the level of respect for the sacredness of the plant and the practice and the traditions from these tribes and these healers, that can cause problems. I've heard about people advertising ayahuasca ceremonies and also mixing it with alcohol. I've heard about people having really, really difficult challenges and emotional breakdowns and mental breakdowns after trying ayahuasca. Now, this is not the case for everyone, though when it's not sourced properly, when it's not prepared properly, when it's not done with respect and honor, these things can happen. And when people go into it blindly without knowing any potential risks and not really being fully aware of their current mental and emotional state, sometimes these challenges can occur. So if you feel the call to try ayahuasca, and I say feel the call because that's an important aspect of it, it needs to come from the plant itself. It needs to come to you as this deep, deep, deep knowing, this message, this message that comes to you that, yes, okay, now's the time. And you're going into it with a grounded sense of awareness of what you're going into, not some blind high on what you can experience and everything that you want to experience from it. Because what will happen in this ceremony is exactly what you need, not what you want. And it's important when you go into this that you explore someone who is working with their plant, um, whether this is ayahuasca, whether this is another psychedelic or another healing modality, plant medicine, to go into it where someone knows what they're doing that you find out how it's being prepared, where it comes from, how it's being used, what the teacher or the mentor or the guide is like, and that you go with someone that you resonate, that there will be support from people who will not be partaking in it, that they're there sober to really hold space for people going into that experience. And also allowing time for integration. This is so important. This is so important, having that integration afterwards. And it's not about the experience just in that moment. It continues. It continues. I often joke with my friends that going on a five rhythms 
workshop is my equivalent of an ayahuasca experience. Obviously, it's not exactly the same, though for me, it's a potent, potent experience going on a Five Rhythms workshop, a whole weekend of dance. And what I notice often beforehand, in the week leading up to that, whatever the topic is of that workshop, life tends to show up reflecting that to me. Life tends to bring little messages already on whatever it is we're working on. So for example, if it's a workshop about love, or if it's a workshop about the body, or if it's a workshop about a particular emotion, that tends to start cropping up in my day-to-day life beforehand. Then during the workshop, we have a chance to work on many things and lots of insights can come because Whatever happens on the dance floor is a reflection of our day-to-day life. And then the integration continues afterwards, often for a few days, a week. Afterwards, there's still many insights coming in and different things to integrate. I feel like I've been on one big trip when I've been on the Five Rhythms workshop. I love it. And it's such a wonderful grounded, powerful way to come into the body and gain some incredible insights about who we are, why we're here, and all the aspects of our shadow. So whatever you feel called to do in life, whatever experiences you feel called to experience, it's really important to go into it with this awareness, knowing exactly what your intention is for that and having that honour for that experience and gratitude for that experience as you go into that. And with so many people rushing to these different experiences like ayahuasca ceremonies blindly, and this is not everyone, obviously there are many people using it responsibly, though so many people going into it blindly and rushing to it because it's some trend, I feel that there's a huge overlook on the sacredness and the medicine of everyday life, everyday waking life, right here, right now. Life can be medicine. Life can be the most sacred medicine there is when we slow down, when we pay attention to it. If we want to integrate and heal aspects of ourselves, sometimes we simply just need to pay attention to life that's right here, right now, because life mirrors aspects of ourself and deep aspects of our unconscious. And it can bring messages. This is one of the aspects of the shamanic journey and shamanic healers. The beauty of their connection, their deep, deep connection with Mother Earth and how they really listen and pay attention to the messages that life is offering. They pay attention to what messages are coming to them. Noticing what animals they encounter, what spirit animals come forth, what messages those animals convey that deep presence and awareness and the openness to that and I feel that on some level this has been forgotten that people have forgotten the sacredness of life the messages of life the medicine of life of everyday life 
what if, if we don't need all these substances or external things outside of ourselves? What if we simply just need to slow down and pay attention to our experience right here, right now? What if everything we need is right here, right now? Now, it's important to go through this being grounded also. It's very easy to get caught up in the magic of it all. Oh, I've just seen three birds. What does that mean? Or I've just come across this animal. What's the message of this spirit animal? And get caught up in the meanings. It's very easy to get caught up in that. And remember, we are the ones attaching the meanings to that. And it's important just to pay attention, slow down, pay attention to what's going on in everyday life. Notice if there are messages and then bring our awareness back to our breath, the present moment, not to get too caught up in the stories. Though for many people that's not an issue because they're unaware of the actual sacredness of everyday life in the first place. So I wanted to make this episode just to bring that awareness, bring that awareness. What is life showing you right now? What's life teaching you right now? What medicine is life offering right now? Notice, slow down, notice, observe. Everything that we need is right here, right now. And if something that we need isn't right here, right now, there is a stepping stone right here, right now, in order to receive or get or benefit from whatever it is that you need. So some people ask me whether I take plant medicine, whether I have taken different substances, whether I want to take different psychedelics. And my answer is always the same. I will only ever take them if I'm called to do so. And until now, I haven't been called to do so. I'm also incredibly sensitive and pick up on a lot of intuitive messages and sensations and feelings and see, hear and feel a lot more compared to what some people might see, hear and feel in terms of the energetics. Often I don't need anything else to to really tune into the energy of things or see energy or feel into the energy I have enough with everyday life and that has given me so much wisdom and so much insight and often it's been quite a struggle in the past to really navigate that and ground myself because I see and hear so much So adding psychedelics or adding ayahuasca or adding even alcohol, I don't drink alcohol either, adding all of that just makes it way too much, it amplifies it all. So I have enough with everyday life and that's what works for me, though for other people perhaps they want to try it out. It really depends on the individual and if you are going to try it out, do so with respect. And I encourage you first just to notice and pay attention to everyday life. See life as the medicine. See life, the right here, right now, present moment, life as the medicine. There's wisdom, there's messages, there's opportunity for healing, there's opportunities 
to really uncover aspects of the shadow and know ourselves deeper and heal different aspects of ourselves. When we pay attention, when we bring attention to that and set an intention, everything is right here. And I love to hear your thoughts on this. Connect with me on Telegram, connect with me on social media. You can message me, tag me, email me, info at emmabradford.net. I love to hear your thoughts. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing this episode with any loved ones that you feel that could benefit. And I'll connect with you next time. Much love. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, beautiful. You're amazing. All resources and links can be found on my website, www.emmabradford.net. Link is in the show description. Do come and join my community and share your takeaways from this episode. I'd really love to hear. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Until next time, I wonder what magic will you experience in life today?